Last question. How do I explain homosexuality to my young children when it needs to be addressed now because of family members living as homosexuals? Uh, three points, and I, I'm no expert on this. I, I do have young children, and I've had to do address some of this, but I would, three points. One is, I, I wouldn't recommend that you talk about same-sex sex, birds and bees stuff, until you've talked about heterosexual sex. Right? This is gray areas. These are moral issues that you can't expect a very young child to discern. They, they, can't, they can't see those shades of gray yet. They see black and white. And so I'd say as, as long as you can get away from actually talking about the actual acts, let's avoid that. All right? Let's avoid that until it's appropriate, which for some children it's as young as 10. For some it's 13, 14. You're going to have to—they have to be mature enough to handle those types of conversations. Number two, it's never too early, though, to ground them in God's good design. So we might not talk about that, but here's what we can talk about. I go home and I can pull out the Jesus Storybook Bible, God's Word for Little Eyes, the Action Bible, which is awesome, by the way, the, the Bible app for kids. And you know what we do? We read about it, we talk about it, we reread it, we do the little interactive things, we memorize it. You know, my kids have read Genesis chapter 1 and 2 probably like 500 times, and one's 7 and one's 5. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere in those stories. So you read it, you talk about it, you explain it, and this is what you say. You say, you know, God designed Adam and Eve to get married and start a family, and they see the pictures of them naked, and they laugh. But they understand it, right? They understand, get married and have a family. And this was part of God's plan, but you know what? That serpent came along, messed it up. And then what happened? The mommy and the daddy, they actually blame each other and start fighting. And that makes God sad. But Jesus came to smash the head of that serpent. They're like, yeah, stamp his head. To smash the head of that serpent and bring back those, all mommies and daddies back into relationship with God and into relationship with one another and in relationship with the world. That God wants us to go back, not just back to the Garden of Eden, but something even better than the Garden of Eden. And the kids are like, I get it. I know what God's doing. Okay, you, you, you didn't talk about all the, the stuff, but once you have grounded in them, this is the way God made it. And some things are not the way they're supposed to be in our world. We are waiting for that final day. You can have that conversation. So let's get real practical. If your kids know God's good design, then you can explain to them that Uncle John and his partner, they are not living according to God's good design, and that makes God sad. But God loves Uncle John. God loves his partner, and he wants them to know and love Jesus too. That God wants to heal everyone. That God wants to make us all into one family, the children of God, and they're going to get that. Now, is that going to lead us down the road where they're going to be sitting there at Thanksgiving? They're going to ask Uncle John, why don't you love Jesus? Probably. But that, my friends, is Uncle John's problem. Is this over, overly simplistic? Maybe, but it's a starting point. Let me say, multiple, this was the number one question. By far. By far. So, I say that to say, there's a lot of you out there, if you want to talk to me, I can say, hey, talk to this person, and this person, and this person. If we have to, we're going to start a support group. Parents with young kids that have to talk about this. How do we do this? All right? We'll do it. So, 